If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app and holler at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. Yeah, so if you ain't got a mask on, you vote for Trump. If you got a mask on, you voting for Biden. And Kamala. Samala Harris. Man, this game does about these motherfuckers. Whoop. And see, I done learned how to catch that ball now. So, uh, oh, man, you dumbass motherfucker. People don't, man, one thing about these old games, man, reason why niggas used to be so, so stressed out is because that's what, they cheat way more than these new games. Like, new games don't play on your intelligence like this shit. This shit right here is just like, hey, you mad as a motherfucker. Because you know they cheating. Like, they'll purposely do shit in the game that, like, you, like, start winning. They be like, nah, we're going to get us a win in there. Pow! Bust your dumb ass. Now move back. They want an ex hologram? Nah, it says ex's mother had asked the fans if they want an ex hologram for his live shows. What? Yeah. That's crazy, no motherfucker, man. Well, you know what? She probably had to do that because after she fucked his album up, like, you know, like, I'm quite sure she know about the bad reviews. You know what I'm saying? She, she, you know, that shit was all over the news and he was in the hip hop. That's, you know about it. So I'm quite sure she was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. That's, so yeah. That's, that's, that's I, that I, I think that's horrible. Her trying to do that after the shit that she just pulled with that other artist in that video and going on his live. Yeah, that was fucking. That's shit. too much. She, she ain't had to do all that. Yeah, I mean, well, she didn't, she probably ain't really even know much about his music like that. She's just a parent, you know what I'm I saying? I just think she... Which she should have got. I think the main thing she shouldn't have done was go on his social media account. Because yeah. every ex-fan has his notification on. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like... That was not... How does that work? They just run his account still? She, no, well, it's because which McCullough she has all, all his like passwords and yeah. stuff. So like that's the reason. So why they're like, oh shit, this nigga ain't dead, and then they look on there. Oh man, but they're making holograms. It's uh, that's a that's a holograms is like they made a Tupac hologram. Yeah, and the thing about that is how how far can this can this go? Right. You know what I'm saying, like. You got holograms right now, okay. 
but then wait until they make them solid. Yeah, they, they are. And when it's solid, and I got all of your Facebook information, I got five picture challenge, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of that shit, all of your angles, everything you'll say, shit, everything you're capable of doing. My nigga got knocked across the screen, like, he went through that side of the screen and came about this side of the screen. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, when they got all of that stuff and they make a hologram, a, a physical hologram of you, they really can clone you and just don't need you. They just got one, they got a, a version of you that they can manipulate and make do anything they want to do. Like, cooperate. They, they got a you that'll cooperate with whatever they got going on. <clears throat> they don't need the actual you. And I think that's what uh, society might try to go to. Because, like, uh, like in the in new militia, you got people are, uh, like, it got people are being, like, made like that, like hybrids. They was made dumbed down and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And they, and so they were stupid enough to just mine gold until they die. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's in, like, ancient texts and stories and stuff like that. That type of manipulation. So, I don't know. Man, the um, former Miss America, Leonza Cornette, she died today. How old was she? She died at 49. She was crowned Miss America in 1993. She actually suffered from a brain injury. Boy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not, damn. That was the 49? Brain injury? Mm Mm-hmm. What type of like what was she in a um car wreck or something? Like it wasn't very specific. They didn't get get into all that. It just says that Cornette died Wednesday. No cause of death was given, but the station has reported the Jacksonville native, a mother of two, suffered a brain injury after a fall earlier this month. So she she fell. Not specific. I don't know how. They don't say much. But there's no, there isn't a cause of death, but they said that earlier that month, she suffered from a um, brain injury. So they're thinking that that could have been the cause of death. <laughs> God damn. That's so, uh, poor baby. 49 is young, man. Woo. Enjoy your life, people. Enjoy your life, man. Um. It's a lot of things. Uh, oh, shit. What? It says Amber Rose reflects on being bullied by Kanye West for a decade. <laughs> He's still fucking with that lady, man. Yes. Well, he, he always do. Go ahead. What, what, what they say? I want to see what she said. To uh, She actually said it on um, No Jumper. Okay, so that was the No Jumper interview. Yeah. I've yet to see that interview yet. I haven't seen it. I, I watched them. Uh, it, yeah, it says speaking to Adam Twenty Two on the No Jumper podcast. Rose accused West of bullying her for ten years after their split, slut shaming her. She says she did not gain anything from him and that they're two different people. She tattooed slut on her forehead, man. Uh, what is that on her forehead? I think it say like slut or some shit on her forehead. Like I don't know, but like no, not on her forehead. But she got some shit on her. Fo- she got a forehead tat. I don't know. I haven't. She do. I seen oh, it. I'm gonna look it up. And 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 he had asked her like, how does she feel about his like bipolar episodes? She said she don't care. It's not her business. And. That it's his wife's issues to be worried about what he does and says. Yeah. And so she went into detail. She was like, even if someone is picking on me, which it, which he has for 10 years, he has picked on me. He has bullied me for 10 years. I feel you look up every time he has bullied me. A lot of stuff will come up, but I just move on. I'm happy. I have an amazing husband and I have two beautiful kids. That's what she yeah, and then she even married to like she was like like got a whole child by Wiz Khalifa, and had a whole relationship with him, and 
you know, so Kanye West must have been going out his way, or she might have been just paying attention to him. Yeah, she said um, she was not trying to be malicious, but she said, you share two years with someone, you take them around the world, you buy them all the jewelry, you shout out to the world how much you love them and how much fun you have with this person, and then the person decides that isn't what they want their life to be. Yeah. And she, okay. That's that's what she had to say uh, towards Kanye. She she was very mature about it. Like, even though, like, she's been bullied for, like, 10 years, the fact that she ain't say no fucked up shit, like, says a lot about her character. Yeah. So, I have a lot of respect for Amber Rose, for real, for that. Yeah. Like, that's the shit you're supposed to be showing women. Like, not the shit that Sweetie's talking about a goddamn Birkin bag. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. Because that do happen, like, in, in like, everyday Real life. life. Yeah, that's, that's something that always People happens. fucking slut-shame people on social media. They do all kinds of shit. Yeah, because... They bully people on the internet, eat and in person. That's like the, uh... Uh, what's the, um... That's like if a guy don't, you don't give a guy your number and then he all of a sudden get mad. That's like bullying too. It's like. Like how they shot that, 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 what, that, that boy kid, in, yeah. at freaking Walmart. Yeah. And speaking of that, it says Glendale police arrest to Junga man on suspicion of EDD fraud. Oh shit. So it says a 27 year old man was behind bars on Wednesday. Patrol officers pulled over Rosmeek Rijoran of Tajunga on suspicion of speeding Friday at approximately 2.30 near the intersection of San Fernando Road and Broadway, according to the Glendale Police Department. (laughs) Crazy, it says, during the routine traffic stop the officers reported seeing multiple employment development department debit cards inside the vehicle and an open bag containing several thousand dollars in cash on the front seat of the vehicle officers also reported seeing a large number of prepaid gift cards and several pieces of edb paperwork notebooks and identity profiles including people's names birth dates and social security numbers that's why you gotta watch out with some people it says police said they recovered approximately 39 edd debit cards more than fifteen thousand dollars in cash a loaded semi-automatic handgun several bags containing edd mail addressed to different people a bag containing approximately 18 keys for post office boxes with different addresses on them. A military grade electronic jamming device, goddamn, methamphetamine, <laughs> a methamphetamine pipe, and numerous receipts for department stores, each for cash purchases, purchases exceeding 10,000. So it says he was arrested on suspicion of felony identity theft forging an official seal, felon in possession of a firearm, possession of a controlled substance with a firearm, because he was already out on bail for two other arrests involving identity theft charges. A bail deviation was obtained by the police. Oh, man. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... And it was just like that rapper that was um fucking arrested for 1.2 million dollars worth of uh, um employment fraud yeah uh. <laughs> unemployment fraud like that's crazy <laughs> that's a lot of money man <laughs> um you gotta think oh how, shit how fucked up it is to do that unemployment fraud cause they're taking people who's not on unemployment right they, they don't think they're on the unemployment. They might be at the house struggling or whatever. They took their social security number and shit and got loans in their name. So the United, so the government got to go undo that off their name and put that on their name and figure out who did what. Man, this shit is crazy. Fake businesses. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. Oh shit! What? 
It says, Amazon argues Prime Video customers don't own purchase content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying that. Yeah. They don't crazy. own that purchase content. No, they don't. It's just crazy. So what did it say? Mm-mm. Okay. You're just renting it, basically. Yeah. That's why I want to say, get this or buy it. I just go ahead and rent it. I don't, I, I don't even fool myself and think that... I can download this and put it on some other device. Mm-mm. I don't even. I. I mean, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I don't know, but I know you don't own it. And um, what they saying about it? With the um Prime Video. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's saying. What's According to Amazon Prime Video customers, they do not actually own the purchase on their streaming devices. It says, instead, the tech giant is now arguing that the Prime Video customers are actually paying for a limited license for on-demand viewing over an indefinite period of time. It says, Amanda Caudell of Fairfield, California, brought Amazon to court for unfair competition and false advertising back in April, alleging in a lawsuit that the company secretly reserves the right to terminate the consumer's access of the use of the video content at any time and has done so on numerous occasions. Caudell argues that the company has deceived, misled, and defrauded consumers by selling content at substantially higher prices while giving customers the impression that they own it. Her suit notes that Prime Video content is sold at a premium price at an average of $14.99 per movie compared to only $5.99 to rent the same content. Says on Monday, Amazon filed a motion seeking to dismiss her complaint, arguing that she fails to allege a cognizable claim under any legal theory because she isn't an injured party. Plaintiff claims that the defendant Amazon's Prime Video Service, which allows consumers to purchase video content for streaming or download misleads consumers because sometimes that the video content might later become unavailable if a third party rights holder revokes or modifies Amazon's license. Lawyers for Amazon wrote, the complaint points vaguely to online commentary about this alleged potential harm, but does not identify any Prime Video purchase unavailable to plaintiff herself. In fact, all of the Prime Video content that the plaintiff has ever purchased remains available. Mm. There's a lot more to it. Um, let me see. The company says that their policy is stated clearly in the streaming services terms of use. The most relevant agreement here, the Prime Video term of use is presented to a consumers every time they buy digital content on Amazon Prime Video. Amazon lawyers added that these terms of use expressly state that the purchaser, the purchasers, I, I, can't, I couldn't even say that right. Obtain only a limited license to view video content and that purchase content may become unavailable due to provider license restriction of other reasons. Mm. In addition, Amazon points out that all 36 titles Caudell has purchased since January of 2016 are still available to her today and that since filing her complaint she's made at least 13 more separate purchases even though the plaintiff repeatedly alleges that she would not have bought purchased digital content from amazon prime if she had known about the potential loss of access to the content she has done that exact thing 13 different times between april 24th 2020 and september 6th of 2020 the company said so last but not least, it says Amazon also argues that it doesn't matter if Caudell or any other individual reads the fine print because customers are still bound by it. A merchant term of service agreement in an online consumer transaction is valid and enforceable when the consumer had reasonable notice of the terms of service. Amazon states plaintiff had 
notice of the conditions of use and is bound by it. Michael Reese, an attorney for Caudell, told Fox Business in a statement that Amazon's argument that the users don't own the content they purchase is an insult to the consumers who paid extra money to Amazon and underscores how Amazon is misleading consumers. We look forward to representing consumers and vindicating their rights against Amazon for its deception, Reese added. Mm. Mm -hmm. well, Amazon. Amazon. Pull the wool over y'all niggas out. Hell yeah. God damn it, Amazon. Hell yeah, Amazon. Pull the wool. Ooh, shit. Really now? So it says, as Washington delays stimulus, the Fed is running out of ways to help the economy. Yeah. So they fucked up out there. So here's some of the key points. It says the Federal Reserve, again, has been relieved on as the economy's key support system as Washington debates more fiscal help. They just don't have much room to maneuver with regard to the monetary policy, said Moody's economist Mark Zandi, says Chairman Jerome Powell and other officials... It says, miss an opportunity to egg on Congress for more aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wow. run out of money. That's uh, a lot. That's why. There's only so much, much money that. you can give out. But then, you have to give out money. And if you don't give it out, the economy is going to go down. Like, nobody's out there buying stuff. Nothing. The businesses can't run. Like, the machine don't work. They built the machine on money, and the machine ain't producing money, which is like the gas to run the economy, and that's not there. Well, for you dopamine fiends, it says... Dopamine. T-Mobile expands its faster mid-band 5G network, nearly doubling its coverage. Mm -hmm. So it says T-Mobile has announced another expansion of its 2.5 gigahertz mid-band 5G network, which is now available in dozens of new cities, nearly doubling the coverage of its last major mid-band rollout from the end of September. With today's expansion announcement, T-Mobile says that it now has 5-band 5G, I mean, I meant to say mid-band 5G support in nearly 410 cities and towns in the United States. It says the new expansion comes just after the launch of Apple's new 5G compatible iPhone 12 lineup, which is expected to vastly increase the number of 5G devices in the U.S. T-Mobile 5G network combines its widely available 600 megahertz low band network, which offers coverage on a nationwide scale, but not much in the way of speed improvements of LTE with the faster 2.5 gigahertz network, which is acquired from Sprint along with its ultra-fast wave network, MM wave network, I'm say, which has the best speeds but the worst range. So it says that actually fast flavor of T-Mobile's 5G. It says it's what the company likes to call its layer cake approach to 5G with the 2.5 gigahertz chunk of cake, the Goldilocks proportion. Fast enough to offer a meaningful speed increases over regular LTE and low band 5G, but still able to be transmitted over broad chunks of cities and towns without worrying about interference from trees, walls, and buildings. Problems that greatly limit MM wave. So it says, to, uh, well, this is the last part. T-Mobile already has wide coverage, which is bullshit, on their network, because I was with T-Mobile. It wasn't too great. Thanks to its initial 5G launch last year, the goal of the current mid-band expansion is to bring actual next-generation speeds to more users in a way that 600 megahertz network doesn't. For the full list of newly added cities, you can go on T-Mobile's website, but it also says the company also plans to continue its aggressive mid-band 5G expansion with the goal of providing coverage to 100 million people by the end of 2020. So, for you dopamine addicts, they're doubling their coverage, baby! <laughs> so you gonna have coverage everywhere you go. So you can go ahead and get on that Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever the hell it is y'all do. 
coverage. That's pretty dope, man. I mean, but so let's talk about spurts. We're gonna talk about spurts. So Peyton Manning takes shots at Tom Brady over pass to Gronk for down confusion. So it says the Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw a pass to tight end Rob Gronkowski that appeared to find Gronk between three Green Bay pa- Green Bay Packers defenders and drew praise as a great pass on the game broadcast but Peyton Manning says it wasn't a great pass at all it says on the detail show Manning does for ESPN Manning broke down the play and said Brady was actually trying to hit Mike Evans and then Manning took another shot at Brady for appearing not to realize it was fourth down on the Bucks last play of their loss to the Bears do you think Tom was throwing to Gronk Manning asked Troy is it Troy Aikman Troy Aikman Okay, Aikman. Thought he was, thought, thought he was. I meant to say my bad. Thought it was one of the best throws he has made all game. I'm not sure I'm not going to go out on the limb and says he's coming out here to Evans. Manning broke down Brady's options on the play and what was going through Brady's mind. I'm going to throw kind of a high ball to Evans that's going to be Evans' ball or nobody else's. But guess who runs right underneath it is Gronk. Will we get Tom to admit who he was throwing to? I don't think so. He wouldn't admit that he didn't know it was fourth down. There's no way he's going to admit he wasn't throwing to Gronk, especially after Eggman says, what an unbelievable throw. (laughs) <laughs> Manning said that because reporters aren't allowed in NFL locker rooms this year, Brady isn't getting the scrutiny 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 he otherwise oh. would. You don't have to explain it, especially via these Zoom interviews these guys are getting to do. How lucky are these guys? No press conferences with reporters running your face asking you, who were you throwing to? Why did you take that set? Were you going <laughs> were you going for it on fourth down? Did you know it was fourth down? The Zoom interviews, they're easy to do, so you don't have to explain it. Manning may have been partially joking about Brady, with whom he has long had a friendly rivalry, but there also seemed to be some truth in what Manning was saying, that he thinks Brady has gotten a pass for some big mistakes this season. So what do you think? <laughs> well, they need to leave Tom Brady alone, man. Like I believe Manning. Like I believe every word he say about it. Like I think he did threw the ball to the wrong person and jumped under it. I mean, so what? He, I mean, it, it happens. I think he's telling the truth. He's a quarterback. He's a great quarterback. So he he know what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, I mean. Uh, Brady winning, and I don't think Peyton was even trying to hate. I think he was asked to analyze the game, and he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, the best way he could. I mean, like, you asked me to tell you about the game, I'm going to tell you about the game. You know what I'm saying? That's all he did. And anything somebody say, they'll take one line out of it and just make it out of a whole news news article. You know? And it'd be crazy. It's like, dude, dude, you asked him his opinion, he gave it, and now it's like, you know, it's everything. To make them two look like they rivals, because that's a nice conversation. But to be honest, I don't think... Uh, I think the rivalry with Peyton... I think Peyton Manning, if it was a rivalry, it was more on Peyton Manning's side. Uh, Tom Brady don't give a damn about it. I mean, he's beat everybody. He don't... He, he really don't care how many Super Bowls has he won? Uh, he's won six Super Bowls, been to nine. So Super why Bowls, the fuck would he care? He don't. He don't care at all. Like his opponents are different in his eyes. He's still playing, so he still got current opponents. Peyton Manning's been retired for years now. You know. Right. So I'm gonna make this one a little short and sweet since we've been talking about goddamn COVID and COVID's getting on my fucking nerves. So Moderna says it's preparing global launch of COVID vaccine as it takes in 1.1 billion in deposits. God damn, that's a lot of bread Mm -hmm. for this. um, 
vaccine. So I'm gonna just get to the key points. It just says Moderna is preparing, is prepping for the global launch of its potential coronavirus vaccine, already taking in 1.1 billion in deposits from governments. The company said Thursday. It, oh my bad, I'm just, <laughs> it said it was in ongoing talks with the World Health Organization backed COVAX initiative on a tie pricing proposal for its potential vaccine. It also says Moderna already has supply agreements in North America, the Middle East, and in other regions of the world. So they uh they are uh they are making they how much money they made? One point one point one billion uh, in deposits. Uh, worth of deposits. Mm, 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 mm. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. And then, well, I'm going to read a little bit of the article. I'm going to just read a little bit. Um, it says, um, the Cambridge, Massachusetts-based company said it was in ongoing talks with the World Health Organization-backed COVAX initiative on a tiered pricing proposal for its potential vaccine, which is tentatively uh, calling an mRNA-1273, it already has supply agreements. Uh, yeah, that was one of the key points. Let's, let's, let's go past that. Okay, so <laughs> it says a front runner in the COVID-19 vaccine race said last week it had completed enrollment for its 30,000 participant late stage trial. Damn. So they have 30,000 participants. In, in, in the, in the, in the um, for for the front runners to get the COVID vaccine. Whoa, that's that's a pretty decent amount of uh, mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I mean, well, right now, like I said, in Sudan. Mm, mm, mm. Well, yeah. it says as of last week, more than twenty five thousand six hundred and fifty participants had already received um, the second of the company's two dose. So you're telling me they got two doses of that shit? Like that's what it's saying. So that's how many people had got a dose of that, of the vaccine already. Already? Yes. So like, uh, guess what? What? It says Moderna said about 37 percent of the participants were from diverse communities, and 42 were at high risk of severe disease. Just over half. 53% of the participants in the trial are male, 47 are uh, female. It says the vast majority of the participants are over the age of 25 and only 5% in the age of 18 to 24 age group. I'm trying to see like what happened. That's so bad. Um, oh shit. So it says, so guess how much they're charging per dose? How much? They're charging between $32 and $37 per dose. So damn near $40. You're paying a $35 to get um, a COVID-19 vaccine. Mm. Which, if it works, if it's good. That's pretty cheap. That's so cheap, that's, yeah. that's suspect to me. It's like, yeah, it's very suspect. The vaccine in itself, the disease. But every other cure is so forgot, like, so yeah. much. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, shit, all of that, that disease, that disease itself is like very, very, it's, it's weird how it even is a disease and where it come from, why is it costing us money? Nobody seen this shit coming. You know, it's just so much stuff about this, man. It's just... It's so just they got to keep the uh, vaccine refrigerated to 36 degrees up to seven days. So it only lasts seven days. What if the vaccine is like... Uh, what, if, what if, you know, like when people getting swabbed and everything like that? Mm-hmm. What if they just get DNA of everybody? Cause you That's what they're doing. Register. Get That's exactly what they're doing. When they give, when they take a swab test, yes, they're trying to get your DNA. Yeah, you know. What if they just getting the DNA? That's all they really need. That is crazy. So, like when you go to the um, when you go to the doctor and they take um, uh, they have a lot of vials um taking your blood. Yeah. So they just getting that DNA, man. Not giving a fuck. It's, uh, Mind you, they keep the 
they keep your blood. And every time you, know. you keep going, yeah, yeah, they go. They have more and more and more and more yeah. samples. They know goddamn well it's you, yeah. <laughs> but uh, check. Um, last but not least, it says separately the company reported a third quarter loss of two hundred and thirty-three point six million, or fifty-nine cents a share, wider than the loss of forty-three cents per share. Analysts surveyed by Refinitiv were expecting. I'm assuming that's the company name. The company brought in 157.9 million in revenue, higher than the 77.5 billion Wall Street was expecting. Mm. Ain't that some shit? Some motherfuckers out there making. They making some money. Crazy money. Yeah, that's really crazy. That's <laughs> a that, that's that's a lot of money though. Yeah. So, guess what Apple done did? So, Apple develops an alternative to Google search. So, Apple got its own search engine. Oh, so, shit. Ain't that, that's crazy. They watching. Oh. They watching, my G. So, it says, Apple is stepping up efforts to develop its own search technology as U.S. antitrust authorities threaten multi-billion dollar payments that Google makes to secure prime placement of its engine on the iPhone. In a little notice change to the latest version of the iPhone operating system, iOS 14, Apple has begun to show its own search results and link directly to websites when users type queries from its home screen. That web search compa- uh, compatibility marks as an important advance in Apple's in-house development and could form the foundation of a fuller attack on Google, according to the several people in the industry. The Silicon Valley company is notoriously secretive about its internal projects, but the move adds to growing evidence that it is working to build a rival to Google's search engine. Two and a half years ago, Apple poached Google's head of search, John Gian Andrea. I don't know how to say his last name, but the hire was (laughs) ostensibly to boost its artificial intelligence compatibilities and its Siri virtual assistant. So they're going to combine the Google, you know how Google has um, OK Google. So now they're going to have Hey Siri with its own search engine. So you could go, like, that's just crazy. It says, but also brought eight years of the experience in running the world's most popular search engine. <clears throat> Since the company's growing in-house search compatibility gives it an alternative if its regulators block its lucrative partnership with Google. So basically, in order to use their search engine, you got to get rid of Google on your phone. So it says, when the U.S. Department of Justice launched a case last week over payments that the Google makes to Apple to be the iPhone's default search tool. So you have no choice. It's about to be the default. So it says, urgency was added to the initiative that Apple have a credible team that I think has the experience and the depth if they wanted to, to build a more general search engine, said Bill Coffrin, Google's former engineering chief, who is now a partner of the Silicon Valley investor of the Sequoia Capital. So this nigga was like, so basically this nigga was like, I I already know what I'm finna do. I'm finna hop on the Apple train because they finna get their money. (laughs) So it says Apple's frequent job advertisements for search engineers are not short on ambition inviting candidates to define and implement the architecture of Apple's groundbreaking search technology. It's a lot, but basically Apple's about to, um, whatchamacallit, come out with their own search engine. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, uh... How do you feel about that? I like it, uh, I've been using DuckDuckGo and then I just search the internet because, like, it's private, I ain't got to worry about nobody following me. And that's another thing about, like, these search engines. When you're using these search engines, somebody is following you online, like, following you. You got apps following you. You got... I'm pretty sure Facebook isn't the only one. Mm -mm. I think Snapchat is, too. Yeah, almost every app is doing it. Yeah. 
It's TikTok. Social media, all the social media. TikTok is just the worst. TikTok is just the worst. But Facebook and all of these other apps, they do it, but uh, they they do it too. It's just uh, TikTok is just the worst. And that's why Donald Trump was like, yo, I don't think American public really even mature enough to know this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to do this for them. He tried to ban them. But, uh, you know, some somehow that didn't work. Mm. But now, I mean, we have access to knowing what he was talking about. And some people don't give a fuck. They just don't. They don't really realize. Like, like, like it is. They don't realize, like, the importance of it. So... Uh-oh. But this is interesting. It says a 200-pound tortoise named Sparkplug. That's an interesting name. <laughs> broke out of his enclosure and wound up 30 miles away from his Alabama home. What? A tortoise? Yeah, a tortoise. He was just fucking trying to travel, man. <laughs> yeah, just, baby. He yeah, trying, he, got, he got pissed he off and he had to leave, man. man. Yeah, because he... Probably ran out of friends and was like, you know, I don't know where nobody at, so I'm gonna just. Oh, I wanna see what it turned I'm gonna hit the road. That fucking tore this whole ass on them niggas. Poor baby. Man, fuck this shit. I'm gone. So it says he he was 150 pounds. Mm. He, um. Big motherfucker. He, they found, uh, he had ran away. Um. Wait, what did he say? Oh, so he had came back home 74 days later. <laughs> he came he, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He came back. Yeah. Oh my God. That's why Ain't I think. That crazy. Yeah. That's why I say people should. Uh, look pe- at the little cute pictures. Look, look, look. He eats some watermelon. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. He do. <laughs> yeah. Totally he, he, he happy to be back home and see some watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> he like, God damn, man. Y'all know how far I just went. Yo, he went so far. And imagine he went so far, like what. Ain't no telling what that tortoise done been through. Ain't no telling. <laughs> that motherfucker seen. Yeah, he seen all kinds of shit. He gonna like, He gonna tell all the baby tortoises, man. Y'all don't want to be like me, man. Y'all need to be better, man. It's some, it's some people out in the world that's crazy, man. I mean, just think. All right, you say 150 miles? I uh, know uh, it was. Um... Uh, it was 30 miles. 30 miles, that's still Alabama a... Home. That's a long fucking way, man. And mind you, he ain't come back till 74 days later. 74 days later? <laughs> if I took him 70... It took him half that time to get there. Where the fuck was he going? Where was he going? They Where was that turtle going? They had this um uh, turtle for 10 years. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy as fuck. <laughs> That tortoise, that tortoise think he Oh is. my god, guys, his name is Diego. Oh man, that tortoise <laughs> think he a person. <laughs> At this point. Oh shit. Shit. He had, he had um, uh. he had, it says Diego the tortoise who saved his entire species finally retires to uninhabited island. So he has saved his entire species. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's that's kind of dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, shit. He deserved to walk fucking thirty miles. He's like fuck these niggas. I'm I'm going to do me. Oh, they gonna make? <laughs> guess what? They're gonna make a children's book about that tortoise's journey. They're gonna make a children's book about this motherfucking tortoise. He's gonna be famous, y'all. <laughs> man, tortoise. <laughs> that tortoise probably like, man, he folk fucking retarded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tortoise have no idea. He ain't gonna make no money off the books. They gonna have a documentary on that tortoise about how they ripped him off of his money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. They gave him booze. <laughs> they, they didn't give him no money. They gave him booze and drugs. But on a more serious note, it says, here's what's next from Zeta in Metro Atlanta in North Georgia. It says Zeta will move rapidly across the southeastern United States over the next few days. It says Zeta is a strong storm. Excuse me. As it moves closer to Georgia, it made landfall late Wednesday on Louisiana's coast. Here's when to expect tropical weather conditions to arrive in North Georgia and Metro Atlanta. Says mid-morning Thursday, according to 11 Alive, Chief Meteorologist 
Chris Holcomb. The wind gusts will begin to subside as Zeta continues to move to the northeast away from away from Metro Atlanta, which is good news. So by then, Chris said wind gusts should reduce to about 30 to 40 miles per hour. He said that by the afternoon hours, winds should taper off. Thursday afternoon, by late, it says we may even see the sun return to Metro Atlanta, which it has. Meanwhile, the remnants of Zeta will continue to move to the northeast, heading toward the mid-Atlantic states. Oh, shit, this ain't good. Emerging into the Atlantic Ocean of Delaware or New Jersey by late Thursday or early Friday as an extra tropical storm. I didn't want to hear that. Um, Friday, <laughs> Zeta will be well out to sea in the Atlantic, moving away from the continental United States. Highs on Thursday, Chris said, should remain in the 70s, with temperatures getting a bit cooler by Friday. So everybody, nobody should be worried right now. So that's what they're saying, that it's uh, going to move away from the metro Atlanta. Oh, um, damn, that's crazy though. So, well, but Zeke, well, it just passed over. It just, it's just it had passed through, over so. last night. Actually, um, they got our lights just went out. Like, that shit was not cool, bro. It was not cool. I seen people with flashlights, y'all. It was just for like a mere moment, you know what I mean? It wasn't for that long. So, I'm just glad everyone's okay out here. So, uh, that's nothing to be worried about. <laughs> If you're near the metro Atlanta area. Yeah, that's uh that's fucking Woo shit. Yeah. That damn weather, you can't do nothing about that weather, man. I mean that shit is that shit that's just Wow, hold up, hold up. So twenty-five arrested, twenty-one wanted in year-long Georgia gang operation. So it says Upson County, Georgia. It says Georgia law enforcement agencies have arrested dozens of suspects after a year-long investigation into gang activity in the state. Says officials said at a press conference Wednesday that the investigation, known as Operation Cage Dove, began in March of March of 2019 when the Georgia Bureau of Investigation was requested by the Upson County District Attorney's Office to look into a series of crimes spanning multiple counties. Says the investigation showed a pattern of racketeering activity as a part of a group known as the Rolling 20 Neighborhood Bloods, a statewide group that officials called a criminal enterprise. It says law enforcement has accused the group of crimes including but not limited to drug trafficking, assault, theft of money, personal property, conspiring to assault inmates, and recruiting gang members. It says in total, the indictment charged 46 people with 92 counts of the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, 59 counts of violations of the Georgia Street Gang Terrorism and Prevention Act, three counts of trafficking methamphetamine, Three counts of trafficking heroin, four counts of kidnapping, four counts of murder, 24 Damn. counts of aggravated assault, and other charges. They, that's a lot. It says of the 46 suspects indicted, 25 people have been arrested and 21 are fugitives now wanted by the police. Says so today's announcements highlights why my administration continues to prioritize fighting criminal street gangs and supporting the GBI gang task force. Governor Brian Kemp said in a statement, my message to gang members looking to prey on innocent Georgians, commit crimes and destroy lives is simple. We will not stop until every community is safe, the governor said. The following individuals were arrested in the operation. All but Ronald Chapman are in the Upson County Jail at this time. I see, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. There is an age pattern in this list right here. So it says Christopher Tyler Bennett, 24, Xavier Lamar Carter, 21, Ronald Elwood Chapman, 53, 
Tyree Dyshawn Crossland, 27, Derek LeVar Ferguson, 41, Robert Freeman the third, 26, Juan Manuel Gomez Penalosa, 25, Travis Allen Good, 31, Shamune Deontay Harris, 29, Charles Bradford Martin, 36, Kenneth Darnell Patterson, 31, Sterling Leroy Penix, 31, Zacorius Typheus Pope, 23, Winston Porter, 23, Christopher Jacory Rogers, the third, 20, Y'all see y'all seen the age pattern though, right? Yeah. It says yeah. Bobby Rashawn Rochelle 23. This is there's a couple really uh un, there's some underage kids here too. Damarian Q Sinkfield 17. Anthony Wade Smith Jr. 29. Maurice Kentrell Stewart Stewart, I meant to say 30. Deron Lamar Stokes 30, 39. Laris Donnie Sutton 32. Asia Larie. Laree Thompson, 31. Jason Velasquez, 18. Marin Lorenz Watson, 41. Samuel A. Warkinay, 17. Bear with, bear with me. So those are the ones that are at the jail at this time. <laughs> you, you feel me? Then these are the people that are wanted. That I'm about to tell y'all. It says Lakeisha Alexander. This it's a lot of fucking people. Like the age pattern is ridiculous right here. I'ma just say the ages of the wanted. It says 30, 27, 19, 26, 44, 32, 22, 23, 32, so on and so forth. Y'all see the age pattern. Majority of these people that are wanted and that are already serving jail time it's between the i'm gonna say 18 to mid 30s oh, yeah. that's the age group but majority of them are in their late 20s yeah that's that's sad man i mean that's the late that's, 20s early 30s that's what people out there doing man they 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 spending their time. We say spend your time wisely. <laughs> yeah. That's what they and you gotta think about how fucked up it is, how long it takes for them to build an empire, build all of that money up, guns, go beat somebody up, kidnap somebody, do whatever they gotta do. And then you get caught. And then your entire life you just behind bars for a few, maybe a year or two of just every day you stimulate it to where, and then after that, boom, you exchange that for 50 whole years just sitting down behind bars with dumb shit going on. Like, that is, that's so irrational. You know. But, all right. Uh, so, there were only, um, so I would just like to add on to that last story with the tropical storm. So, it just says only three people were dead. Three people died from this um, from storm, the storm in, in Georgia. Damn. And it says nearly one million people were in the dark. Woo. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. The lights were flickering last night, I guess. Mm -hmm. I heard you say. Woo. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. Well, this is the Honorable DJ Metal Markey. Uh, I want y'all to look forward to this little hick interview I got. Uh, I got Jarvis Mitchell coming on pretty soon. I got Yakane Shadowways coming back. Uh, and check out um check me out on Apple and Spotify, man. That's what usually people go to. Uh Pod Bay. All them other places. Uh follow me on Twitter. Holla.